know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Girl, you know what? I'ma just go to her as a woman Because clearly He not telling me like what I need to know So I'm gonna go towards her as a woman And sit there and lower my self-esteem to get information me knowing that he playing both of us or matter of fact you know what i'm gonna do i'm just ride past his house i'm gonna ride past his house at nighttime just to make sure nobody else is not there <sighs> you know what i'm just send this long paragraph and express how i feel even though he did what he did i'm gonna still send this long paragraph and pouring my heart out even though i already know that he already mistreated me <sighs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to act crazy. Because maybe if I act crazy, maybe that would get his attention. It seems like none of this stuff is working. You know what? I'm going to just change my hair. I'm going to wear stuff that I've seen probably somebody he dated wear. And maybe that would make me make him love me. And he keep calling me crazy, but I, but I love him so much. Why can't he see that I love him? Pause. You're probably thinking, like, girl, you in my business. No. I always say my name. My name is Shanice Cahill. And I used to be that girl. I used to be the girl who felt like I had to get out of character just to be seen. I felt like I had to be the girl if I expressed myself and put all my emotions on the table. Maybe he would be able to recognize how much I love him. Or I used to be that girl who maybe... If I ride past his house at nighttime, maybe I won't see the car outside of him with another girl. Maybe if I take them labels of him calling me crazy, maybe that would give his attention to pick me this time. Matter of fact, maybe if I go woman to woman to if I go woman to woman to the girl he back and forth with, maybe that would give me some type of closure. Maybe. I had to, I was driving, and as I was driving, I kept on hearing the words, she crazy, she crazy, she crazy. And I remember in my days, I feel like something, I feel like it's so beautiful right now. I remember in my days where I was so broken, I hate the word crazy because I knew I wasn't crazy. And I remember, I remember being in, different situations with different men and I remember feeling so unsafe I remember getting manipulated I remember I remember just getting pushed to the edge I remember getting pushed so far to the edge that my sweet side was no longer there no more and then once I finally reacted after being mistreated a million times I got called crazy and I know for a fact somebody else is on this podcast they can relate to that and to be called crazy after you didn't pour your heart out and love somebody to the fullest, that's a slap in the face. So when somebody called me crazy, I got offended. 
And then the more I grew in life, the more I healed. I said, I wasn't, you're not crazy. You put your, you put your heart in an environment where you didn't feel safe at. You put your heart in the hands of people who never could comprehend how valuable you is. So since you didn't know your worth and you didn't know your true identity, you pretended to be somebody else just to please somebody else. But they, but, but they kept telling me I was crazy. Even though these men was probably, even, men's, even though these men was probably doing a bunch of things behind my back, but since they couldn't take accountability and place the blame on themselves, it was easier to call you crazy than to finally admit that maybe I did damage her to the point where it was no return. Maybe that good heart, maybe I took it and crumbled it a lot of times. And maybe she did know her worth. Maybe he did know your worth, but he didn't know his worth, so he made sure you didn't see your worth. But you crazy though, right? You're not crazy, love. You're not crazy. You just keep putting your heart in the wrong person's hands. And I remember, I remember the last guy I dated. And I remember me just doing so much that wasn't me. And I'm thinking like, Shanice, why are you doing this? Because I knew I didn't feel safe. I knew my heart didn't belong there. But since I had low self-esteem and I was still battling back and forth of still knowing my worth and debating my worth, I wanted to keep myself in a situation because I was afraid of being rejected. So even though he was doing a million ten things behind my back and calling me crazy, you're not crazy. But it took me, it took me to not meet a man because disclaimer, like a lot of people think I probably just met Michael. Like if you go to a last year podcast, Michael been, Michael been in my life. Like Michael been in my life for a while, like over almost two years now. And I remember before we like kind of met, not kind of, before we made it official, I remember I was just so afraid. I remember I was just so afraid because I said, I don't want to be that girl who check phones. I don't want to be that girl who lurk on people's pages no more from my past. I didn't want to be that girl. And every day go by, his love and his kindness towards me. The, the way I felt safe, even through a test message, even through the sound of his voice. I knew I never had to ever put myself in a position to go woman to woman to another woman, to another broken woman who's in the same position as me. I knew for a fact that I never had to lurk or go on a page just to see if this person even still thinking about me. Like I knew with him, I never had to be that girl again. And why? Because I didn't choose this person. And I remember my past, it was always me choosing them. It was always my low self-esteem and my validation and my rejection issues. Sometimes we would choose the first person who we think we have chemistry with. Or we would choose the first person who give us the attention. And that's not how it goes. The Bible says Jeremiah 29, 11, like, God, I know the plans for you. To prosper, not to harm you. To give you a future full of hope. I remixed that verse. But it's close to it. Like God know the plan that he have over your life. You have to be willing to say, God, I give up my will for your will. You have to be telling God, I give up my plan for your plan. Because I realized, I'm like, you keep planning this stuff out with these people who don't even understand. They have no clue. Like God would purposely make sure nobody understand how valuable you is. Purposely. 
when somebody don't supposed to be your friend, your spouse, God will purposely make sure they never see that you was a diamond. They will purposely not see that. They will purposely push you away. They will purposely make manipulate you. They will purposely push you in that corner and make you feel so uncomfortable until you get the strength to walk away and find your true identity within God, within Christ. And it's like, I really went from screaming, like to this day, my best friend said every day, you went every single day saying you never wanted to get married. That's because I allow pain to shape my definition of marriage. Like marriage, God created marriage to be a beautiful thing. But when you go on social media, you see these husbands and wives not, not really valuing each other. Because we picking each other. We're not supposed to pick each other. God's supposed to pick that person for you. But in the midst of God picking that person for you and searching for that person that's, that's designed for you, God needs you to love on you. God needs you to spend more time with God to figure out because you can't you can't master having high self-esteem. You can't master confidence until you get in God's presence and you see how God how God see you so wonderful and like made. How can you understand your your value if you haven't gotten in God's presence to even like to be acknowledged? It took me to fall in love with God to see Shanice, you are beautiful. And I'm not talking about looks. I always say this to people like my looks is the last thing like I'm I'm cute but that's the last thing about me that really shines bright when I walk in the room my presence introduced me before my before my outfit do I just want to just remind somebody that you're not crazy you still have value a lot of times we take these labels that people gave us and then we sit there and stick to those labels we call ourselves those labels like if I would have kept them labels on me and I realized some people was putting labels on me it was because they didn't have a clue who they were. And they knew I knew who I were. But since I didn't fully comprehend how valuable I was, I accepted what they called me. And it's like, I, have to t- I don't know who had to hear this. You're not crazy. That's crazy to say, but you're not crazy. And I'm like, I know for a fact, I see this every day where women, we on Facebook, we're sitting there making this big pose going off mad at him heartbroken want to get revenge like listen let me tell y'all something i was a queen of revenge and i remember i spent everybody at my past i I wanted revenge i wanted revenge except for the guy i dated in 2019 who i was on and off with for 2019 2020 i remember i was like i don't want i don't want revenge this time i said god i don't want to get back at him i don't want him to feel my pain i don't want revenge I was a queen of revenge. I was a queen of, I'm going to take you through this dog park and I'm going to turn to Big Clipper and dog you back out. That was my thought process. And the more I went on in life, I realized my thought process was making me smaller. It was, it was causing me more damage than good by me choosing to try to scoot down to somebody level who didn't know their own worth. But the moment I made that conscious decision, like Shanice, no more revenge. The betrayal, the heartbreak, everything they did to you, just give it to God. Let God spin a block for you. Like, you don't have to spin a block this time. And the moment I made that conscious decision, that's when my entire life changed. Like, me just making a decision to heal. Like, everybody don't understand, like, why I'm so passionate about healing. Because that one decision, that one decision, it opened doors. Like, I truly feel like I met the love of my life. Like, that is so crazy for me to say. This, this is my podcast. I never talk, like, 
I did like I met my person and I remember the other day I was like oh I got my Russell Wilson and I was like no I don't have my Russell Wilson I have my Michael I have my Michael like it's I don't look at relationship goals as a people relationship goals like no I have my own person that's designed for me that understands my purpose that aligns with me like and I just hope and pray that you heal to the point where you get to experience somebody who love you unconditionally like I didn't believe in that like I know how I feel to look at your pain and look at your future I'm like no I'm good by myself or I'm good with the person that broke me because that's more comfortable like I know how that feel I just had to tell you, like, you're not crazy. You just have your heart in someone's hands that doesn't understand who you are within. And it's nothing like being with somebody for years and they have no clue who you really are. Mm. That was good. But I just want to tell you, my sis, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you. I love you. I love you. If nobody haven't told you in a while, I love you purpose is still on your name when you woke up today you have another reason to ask god what is my purpose introduce me to my purpose and i was telling my best friend the purpose is nothing but a problem that you may have that you may be the answer to that problem to help somebody else like purpose ask god what is my purpose because you're more than you getting your heart broke like you more than that and a lot of times we could be so, I mean, my, me and my best friend was having a conversation yesterday and we was just talking about like the young girl on Facebook who's married to like the guy in his 50s or whatever hoe he is and everybody laughing at her, but nobody understand how blinded she is by something she think is love. Like that little girl is blinded. She's manipulated. She's brainwashed and she think that's love and it's nowhere near love. And a lot of us been in those shoes where we just, everybody else on the outside seeing that we making these dumb decisions. But us, we so blinded because we keep calling a brokenness love when it's not love, when lust created this situation, when brokenness created a broken foundation, put this together. I don't want you to keep choosing less because you deserve so much better. And the day you get to the point where it's like, God, I give you my plan. Like, I I wanted this to work. I wanted this man to be my husband. But Lord, if it's not in your will, take it away. And when he take it away, put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on and sit in that pain and embrace it. Feel those emotions in that moment, but don't stay there too long. Always say that. Feel it, but don't feed it. You're going to have nights where you cry. You want to have nights where you want to give up. Like, you want to have nights where you just like, dang, like, man, I'd rather go back to what broke me. Because I can't. Me, let me tell y'all something. My life changed tremendously this year. I was like, Shanice, like, yo, my career rise changed. Like, I like, I'm pretty much creating my whole, my own ministry and platform for teenagers now. Next thing you know, it's like. I was against marriage, but now I'm sitting there having conversations about marriage every single day now with like Michael. And it's just like, it took the right person to change my, my outlook on love. Like he changed my whole outlook on love. Like you have to be one hell of a person to change the way I view love because I didn't give up on it, but I was okay with being alone. And I just pray that somebody gets to somebody get to feel that one day. 
because I know how it feels to lose hope. Like, you know what? Like, this what God want for me? Cool. Like, I was so against having kids, like, again, because I'm like, I refuse to go through it. I mean, even though I may co-parent kind of well with Layla Daddy, but I still didn't want to bring a kid in the world. And Layla never seen her parents together. Never. She probably was like five or six months, like, around the time we broke up. She never seen us together at all. So I said, I don't want to raise a kid who think that is normal again. Like, I didn't want to be her raised up in a household where that's normal. But it's like, now I'm thinking like, Lord, I would get that man a baby. Like, now my mind is so funny now because it's like, and all it takes is like, and I told him, I was like, the, the love and the kindness you show me, it literally remind me of how much God loves me. And I just pray that I, I've been there. I've been there where I just where I lost myself over a person. Like I've been there where I just felt completely gone in life. Like and thinking that was love. Like love would never put you in a position where you have to question yourself, where you have to doubt yourself, where you have to feel smaller, where you have to sit there and go back and forth and ask your own self if I'm worthy. Like that's not love. But I love y'all. So about my heart. I got to clean up and do laundry, but I'm going to say a quick prayer before I get off here. Heavenly Father God, I just say thank you for this podcast episode. I say thank you to the young lady that's listening. I think I say thank you for her strength from her being able to move forward and her able to find her true identity, to find her worth, Lord. I pray that her self-esteem be renewed. I pray that you give her joy, Lord, where, she, where she's feeling broken at right now, God. I pray that the heaviness that's on her heart, the tears flying down her face right now, God. I pray that the burden that she may carry on her heart, Lord. I pray that she you remind her of how beautiful, how unique, how different she is, Father God. I just ask that you just give her peace in this season, God, where she's questioning, Lord, if she's ever will move from this situation or if this situation will get better, God. I pray that this podcast will be a reminder, Lord, how valuable, how wonderful she is, God. I pray that she will see her work the way you see us, Lord, not how the world sees us, and we would no longer accept the labels that was on us, Father God. And I just say thank you, Lord, for everything you have done, Lord. Thank you for using me. Thank you for covering us God thank you for allowing us to be the best version of ourselves Lord and no longer allow our past to keep us in bondage no more God and I just say thank you Father God for using me and thank you Father God for everything you have done in Jesus name I pray amen